Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. That's the first thing we used to do. We used to start off every practice in the morning. You know, with hitting the seven-man sled, that's the first thing they do. So that would get rid of all hangovers. When you're a player and you have to drive that thing, it's 110 degrees out, it's tough. When you're coaching, you're just standing out here, you can ride this thing all day. It's John Madden on Hard Knocks. Old Madden? school. I thought it was Kelly Endel. <laughs> like, boom! Boom, boom, boom. I had no man. I didn't know John Madden even speaks anymore. Oklahoma Raiders wide receiver, Oakland, Oklahoma Raiders, Oakland Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown's feet that appear blistered may actually have been frostbitten due to his not wearing proper footwear while undergoing cryotherapy treatments. Brown's stat is still day-to-day with the Raiders with his nasty oh, little feet. Oh, for cryo out loud. Let's keep him coming. Tom Brady and his wife Giselle placed their home in Brookline, Massachusetts on the market for... million. Hmm. So you're telling me Brady's kids and myself, we both have the same privilege the way we grew up? Nope. Okay, because of our skin color. Okay, I got that. All right. Yeah, you got one or two over here, but then you got 39.5 million over here that aren't the same. (laughs) The couple's next closest property is in Armenia, New York, which is three hours from Gillette Stadium. People are wondering, uh oh, uh oh. But reportedly, they've been looking at new properties. Well, the mansions that I've had, after a while, you get old. They just get tired, and you just want something new. Greenwich, Connecticut, and Alpine, New Jersey. Potential new homes for them. People are taking this as a sign. He's going to play this year, and then he's going to retire? He's going to move away from Massachusetts? Well, that's New York suburbs, both of those. So, is he going to play for the Jets or Giants? Tom Brady. Jets quarterback. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't think so either. But everybody's trying to figure it out. Ezekiel Elliott's representatives informed the franchise that Elliott will not play this season unless he gets a new deal. ESPN's Josina Anderson says his holdout not expected to continue in the regular season based on the belief that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones wants to get a new deal done before the regular season starts. So Jerry's going to cave. All right, keep our eye on that. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. So practice has started, and here come the injuries. Missouri's got a transfer quarterback from Clemson, Kelly Bryant. And they got a top-rated tight end whose name I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Albert Okwabonum. That's good as I I would have done. So they both got injured and got carted off the practice field. Bryant has a hamstring strain. Some kind of knee injury for the tight end. So there you go. Missouri, huh? Yep. Okay. That's good. DJ and PK. <laughs> Hashtag NBA. He just deserves it. I mean, he's you know, he's been the heart and soul of our team for, for the last five years and uh, one of one of the key reasons why we've we've got three championships, so I was thrilled to, to see Draymond rewarded. 
Steve Kerr right there. Warriors head coach. Of course, earlier this season, we saw the, the clip you could lip read. So tired of Draymond's bleep. He was a little frustrated. Now he's happy he's rewarded, but in the heat of the moment, he was, he was pretty fired up. Okay. Well, I don't know that those are necessarily inconsistent. I think that he is the heart and soul of that team. And they wouldn't be nearly as good without him. He does uh, something of everything, basically. You know, and you got to put up... You, you have to put up with it because he's good. Any player where you stand up and a coach says, I'm tired of your bull bleep or whatever he said, automatically, I know he's good. Because if he wasn't, you wouldn't be tired of it because he'd be gone. If he's guy 13, he'd be out of here. And he wouldn't be giving you crap to begin with. He only does it because he can do it. And you put up with it because he's really good. It's a trite story. That's the way that goes. But he deserves as much money as everybody else in that way. Adonis Haslam signs for a 17th year. He'll play for the Miami Heat on a veteran's minimum contract. He's 39 years old. He's getting into Stockton loan territory there, PK. 17 years with the same club. A massive run. Sixers guard Ben Simmons posted on social media that he felt singled out when asked to produce identification when entering a Melbourne casino along with two friends who were also black while a friend who was white was not asked to do the same. He took down the post when it started making news and after the casino issued a statement saying that security staff routinely checks IDs of anyone who appears younger than 25. So the white guy didn't? I don't know the answer to that. Maybe he looked really old. Maybe he was really old. See, that's what I call unprivileged. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's very much legitimate. I mean, obviously I'm getting politicals here, so um, this is something that I would do. Uh, but yeah, I have an, a little bit of an argument. The, the white privilege means everybody has the same privilege. You're putting everybody on the same plateau, which I don't think is true. But I most definitely think that minorities are subject to what I would call unprivilege. So is that really a word? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Non-privilege. But I get what you're getting. That's not the point. I get what you're getting at. The fact is, four people walking in there, and three of them got treated one way, and one got treated another. So it's most definitely out there. Yeah, but you you were... All privilege is not the same. People, when they use privilege in this sense, are talking about the instant reaction you get when somebody sees the color of your skin, and you hear privilege and think about the financial impact. And that's why you brought up Brady's kids, you know, $39.5 million mansions that they'll inherit. Because yeah, money kind of matters. <laughs> that's what I've heard. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah men's basketball program has been placed for proba- on probation for two years by the NCA for impermissible recruiting activities during a seven-day period in April of 2018. The university self-imposed a $5,000 fine and recruiting restrictions. Associate head coach Tommy Connor was given a one-year show cause order and will serve a one-week. He served a one-week suspension last November while also being prohibited from off-campus recruiting last month. Well, then Craigthor was reporting that he was. It was understood. I didn't know it was in writing, but you know, I'd heard a long time ago that he was coaching, waiting. And he certainly knows a ton of basketball. I mean, I've been around that guy for a long time, and, and he knows a lot. He probably knows as much as anybody I know. Uh, and so then Kurt was saying that uh, they reneged on that coach and waiting thing. As which, part of this? Yeah. 
Which I always thought was once the athletic director changed, that changes too. We've seen that many times over. Yep. The coaching waiting thing, I get why people do it, but it rarely works out. It's more of, you know, who, who gave you that? Is that person, that administration still there? And then what's the state of the program? Kyle Winningham didn't and, get the head coaching right. job when they fired Ron McBride, but he got the coaching job when they lost Urban Meyer to Florida because the program was just rolling and you want to keep it going. But he, I don't know that he was – maybe he was more prepared uh, two years later because it was – obviously Urban was only here two years. And so he, he didn't get the job because it wasn't in as good a position two years prior. But then two years later, what, uh, what 22 and 2, whatever it was. Yep. And so he, he was the overwhelming choice. Program's in a better place. You're winning. Yeah. You look to continue the magic you have. So I wonder, at some point, they're going to make a change. I mean, Larry's not going to coach here forever. Uh, what's the state of the program going to be when that change is made? If it's in a great spot. Then Tommy's in a great spot. Yeah. If it's in a bad spot, then everybody on the staff is in a bad spot. Right. That tends to be the way it works. Not always, because Bronco was promoted, but they have a different thing there that they needed uh, a Latter-day Saint as the coach. Uh, you know, that program was in its worst spot in 40 years, and Bronco was on the staff. He got the job and then did marvelous work. So it doesn't necessarily have to be. But I think that with BYU, there was a little bit of a – or maybe a lot of uh, extenuating circumstances that you don't would not have for Utah basketball or 99.9% of the programs. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The pitch. In the dirt, it's a wild pitch. Here comes Kiermaier home. The Rays have won it. Kevin Kiermaier running across home plate as the winning run on a wild pitch that got right through the legs of Danny Jansen just in the moment that it looked like the Blue Jays might wiggle off what seemed like an impossible hook. And the Rays are gifted the winning run in the bottom of the 10th inning, and they beat the Blue Jays 7-6. to The walk-off wild pitch in the 10th right there. Big win for uh, Tampa Bay. They are nine games behind the Yankees in the East, so that seems like a bit of a lost cause right there. But they are right in the thick of a very tight wild card race. Right now they are a half game in front of Oakland in the race for the last wild card in the American League. The second of the two. So big win for Tampa Bay. Just gigantic, man. They were partying in the streets. For the Angels... Uh, familiar story, Mike Trout is awesome. Home run number 38, RBI number 89, leading the big leagues in homers. And yet his Angels lose 8-4, to four, and they're three games under 500 and nowhere near the wild card. And today he is 28 years old. Right in his prime and crushing it. Today he is his 28th birthday. Another Jersey kid from one Jersey kid to another. <laughs> I tip my hat to you, Mikey Trout. Battle of division leaders, interleague play. The Braves beat the Twins 12-7. Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna Jr. Homering for That's Atlanta. Acuna. Acuna. That's some the authenticity tilde. to your The tilde over the words. end. Acuna. Now this guy, when I worked at Daily Breeze, was this pitcher. I think he was for the Dodgers. And kept calling him German. And finally said, somebody said, Wiley, it's Herman. 
Would you pronounce it right and quit calling him German? <laughs> so Houston makes the big trade to get Zach Greinke and put another ace in that rotation and load it up. He didn't really look like an ace, but the way they were mashing the ball, it didn't really matter. Houston beats Colorado 11-6. And the Astros, nine games up in the American League West, just, just cruising. When you get that kind of support, you don't, you don't really have to be awesome. Yeah, they're tied with the Yankees for 74 wins. And that game was in Houston, by the way, so it's not it like was. you went to Colorado. No, no I watch it. I watch, I watch it. I, you know, I was flicking around. I saw the A's light up Johnny Lester. Eight runs in the second. I watched uh, Colorado and flicked over. Watched my Diamondbacks. Got back to the baseball network. Watched Clayton Kershaw go seven Sterling innings. Dodgers beat the Cardinals three to one. Kershaw's now eleven and two. Yeah, and he's kind of reinvented himself a little bit on the fly. He doesn't throw as hard. He's hitting about 91, 92 before he was about 94, 95, but he's still got the devastating hooker, which can cause you to swing and miss her. And don't forget my Mets, man. Your Mets. 13. They rolling. Back from the dead. Yeah, game and a half out of that second wild card. So you're saying there's a chance. It's currently occupied by the Philadelphia Phillies, my team. Nationals, Phillies, Cards, Mets, and Brewers. Diamondbacks at 500. You giving them a shot? Since that's only three and a half. No, to to get a wild card. Only three and a half games behind the Nationals. Only two and a half behind the Phillies. No, they're a 500 team. They are. Which is why that trade was great that they made. They're a 500 team with Zach Rinke. They're a 500 team without him. So you might as well save the 50-some million dollars. Save the money, get some uh, young talent, and keep going. Yeah, even if you got nothing, you still save $50 million that you can use probably some uh, other areas because baseball is a numbers game, not just one or two guys, as basketball can be. DJ and PK, there is what is trending. Headlines are brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Yogi Roth, Pac-12 Network's football analyst, will join us at 8 o'clock. He was in Utah yesterday, had some stuff up on social media. You saw some positive stuff about the youths from Yogi. Couple things I wanted to comment on that, and he'll be joining us in an hour, a little less than. But yeah, he was up there yesterday. Closed practices, not for the Oakster. <laughs> there you go, yo. Come on in. You got the keys. But man, he's just, he couldn't be more positive. So you have opposites attract. Yogi and I should be great friends. <laughs> All right, we'll talk uh, talk with Yogi at eight o'clock. Riley Jensen making his season debut. That's at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. University of Utah announcing the men's basketball program has been placed on probation for two years by the NCAA for impermissible recruiting activities during a seven-day period in April of 2018. Associate Head Coach Tommy Connor was given a one-year show cause order and served a one-year suspension last November, also prohibited from off-campus recruiting last month. 
Oakland Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown's feet that appeared blistered may actually have been frostbitten due to his not wearing proper footwear while undergoing cryotherapy treatments. According to reports, Brad Brown's status still day-to-day with the Raiders. Royals beat the Red Sox 6-2. Diamondbacks took down the Phillies 8-4. Eduardo Escobar, Alex Sevilla, and David Peralta all homering. Bees open a series against the Omaha Storm Chasers tonight at 6 o'clock. Listen to it right here on the Zone Sports Network. The game is in Omaha. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus tour at the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered parking, self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car-to-curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking since 1922. It's just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save at Diamond Airport Parking. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Second year BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson. Your shoulder and the rehabilitation and what you've gone through, where are you at percentage-wise? Do you attach a percentage to your, your shoulder strength and your throwing ability? It's not 100%, obviously, but you know it's good enough if I had to play or good enough to come out here and run scrimmages and practice and stuff. And Every day is a little bit different. Some days you feel better, some days you feel worse, and you know I kind of just play it by day. I definitely feel like by the first game I'll be 100%. I'll be better than what I was last year. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest key. I think it's almost a blessing in disguise. And I'm learning to have to do other things to compensate for my arm being down. And so I think that's a, you know, a good thing. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We are brought to you in part by Master Electrical Services. And Master Electrical will light up your day. Give us a call at 801-543-2222. We'll be right on our way. That's 801-543-2222. Hot takes or toes. Brought to you by Master Electrical Services. And Yogi Roth with a hot take. A wildly positive hot take, PK. Yeah, I thought he was working for Channel 2. hey <laughs> Stay, Stay in your own lane there, Yogi. You're regional. No reason to go local. Back away. Back away. It's a couple things. Is this true? They basically have no weakness. And I'm interested in feedback from our beautiful and wonderful and great listeners who've been with us for many, many years, and I mean that in complete and total sincerity. What do you want out of your guys who cover your team. Do you want that positivity? Because I think there's somebody, or there's enough folks out there who do, but I'm wondering, would you prefer a little more, if you want to say toned down, realistic approach? What exactly does the recipient want? And we've got it, and what's it? it's about, it's under two minutes, isn't it? 46 seconds. Yeah, okay, okay. And this was him yesterday on campus, and it's a video. You can see he's standing. It looks like he's standing under a tree because it was blazing hot yesterday. Record heat in front of the football facility on, uh, what is that, Guardsman's? Guardsman's way, yeah. Yeah, and so he's about ready to get catch a plane, which you can hear. But, I mean, he couldn't have been more positive. And hear, hear it for yourself. All right, we started off the day nice and early. Here in Salt Lake City at practice and to watch this team, be around them, interview Coach Whittingham, some players, big time. I mean, their their ability to compete every moment in practice, a huge takeaway. One of the most competitive practices I've seen in my career. And then after talking to players, I don't think the moment's going to be too big for them this year. I think they'll be able to handle every element that comes with the expectations to win the Pac-12 
and to get to the college football playoff. And then finally, they look the part. Like, it's not just a physical team. Like, they look the part. They could roll with any team in the country when you look at the ability, the size, the stature, the playmaking ability. So they'll have to get a couple breaks along the way like every team does. But this team is for real. So there is nothing but the highest level of positive. And that's who Yogi is. He makes no bones about it. I mean, I, you know, that's who the guy is. I mean, he'll go to Colorado. He's on his way tomorrow, I guess. We're going to be there tomorrow. And he'll present to Colorado that this is a, this is a team that is on the come. And, and, and just watch out. You just give Coach Tucker time and... Katie, bar the door. Good night, Irene. See you later, Sally. Or do you prefer Susie? Uh, no, more Sally. Okay. Well, the last time we heard positivity from him, uh, you know, you said a quarterback who was comparable to a guy who'd been to a Super Bowl. Right. Now, that's not, yeah, it's not the last time, but I get your point so, that we, we did get that out of Tuttle. And he'll never take a snap, and I don't know, I'm not following Indiana football, if he's going to start at Indiana. I don't know. He's battling for the job. I know he is, yeah, but I don't follow it, Uh, so I don't know. So we went from hearing Tuttle was his comp was Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons back when Ryan was on the top of his game taking them to the Super Bowl. And they had a 28-3 lead against the best dynasty we've seen in the NFL in since, what, the Cowboys 20 years ago, uh, Pittsburgh 40 years ago, Green Bay 50 years ago, 60 years ago. And that was who Jack Tuttle was supposed to be. Well, that didn't turn out. Certainly didn't turn out for the Utes. We'll see if it turns out for Indiana, but it didn't turn out for the Utes. So text us. Well, no, tech is you can't. See, it's so good I never learned that stupid text line. 6784 hike on three. And then put your keyword in there and away you go. It was useful for years. <laughs> Not so useful I'm for, now. You see, but in, in this community, it's about eternity. There it is. No doubt in my so mind. So we go for the perspective of all the time not for a time so what do you fans want and that could be utah state and byu do you want to hear do you are you somewhat skeptical if somebody is completely positive all the time or do you not want to hear negative do you want the positive because i'm not sure that i've carved out anything in this radio and i need to know what you want (laughs) After this 17-year test run, it's about time to get down to it and establish an identity. Because now that we're here, and so I want to give you what you want, do you want my analysis or do you want completely positive? Because there's guys in this market who've made a decent living, just everything's great at all times. The Utes are going to the playoff, and the Jazz are going to win the NBA title. And clearly I'm biased against the Utes because I did not have them winning the playoff. I merely had them going. I mean, he has them basically with no weakness. Uh, You fans would like to believe that's true. But everybody's been agonizing over the passing game. The throw game for so long that until there's 250 yards passing, 30 points on the board and a win, they will continue to agonize over the passing game. 
Yeah, I could come in here and point out things that I have doubt, and then you become you can become labeled as a hater. You know, and I saw a thing on Twitter yesterday, the ranking shows, and make sure PK and Monson don't work. Yeah. I mean, we're known as the bookend guys who aren't exactly Sunnybrook Farms at all times. But so we take the most heat. But a lot of that's just leftover labels. I think over time, both of you, certainly, probably Gordon more than you, but both of you have gotten much sunnier. You've talked about it. You're getting soft in your old age. I am. I know. I've heard you say it a million times. I. Yeah. But I think that's like a natural human thing. Well, I've developed relationships. And I want to see these guys do well. I'll, I've said it. We all, and I'm not any different. I mean, we all have at least to one degree or another relationships with coaches on all three staffs. I mean, they're all three local guys now. Been here for three, four decades in some cases. At least two for everybody. So I want to see them do well. But that doesn't mean I can't look at Utah and say, wait a second here. They're a surefire. If they just get a couple of breaks, they're in the playoff? I mean, I, you end up being out there, and it makes you sound so negative when that's not what you're intending to be. You're intending to present a balanced pitcher. For I mean, I want the team to win. I've said a million times, they can go 11-1, and one and I'm fine. And it's if they go to the Rose Bowl, it's great for business. The best time I ever had here doing radio was the, the Fiesta, Fiesta Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. And when I was just doing print, it was a Final Four. Those were both totally cool experiences that I wouldn't mind doing in Pasadena this year. Are you kidding me? Of course we would. I 100% buy that. Right. I wasn't at the Fiesta Bowl. I was at the, uh, for the Monday of the championship game. I wasn't there on Saturday. It was, uh, it was a huge party. There were yeah. tons of people in red. And you said the same thing happened yeah. in the Fiesta Bowl. Everybody at the Fiesta Bowl talked about it. 50,000 people showed up I thought up the red. Fiesta Bowl was a bigger party than the Sugar Bowl. It's closer, drivable, easier for more, more fans to get to. Yes. I was doing the morning the, show with you at a hotel ballroom. And then Gordon and I were doing the show at a sports bar yeah. just west of uh, ASU because the Fiesta Bowl was played the there at the time. And the time of year lends itself to people taking time off. And people were listening to us in the morning. Yeah. And then they'd come and see us in the afternoon because mm-hmm. they got there in time and it was way way cool and my family was there i have a picture in my little man cave of i'm sitting there with headphones on and my i'm flanked by my two sisters and we've got huge grins they've got huge grins because you know they haven't been in a radio setting right and it was so much fun to see all that thing. And the game was secondary, just the whole experience. And and I felt, crazy enough, I felt a sense of pride, because I'm somewhat of a representative of the state now, to see so much red flow into my stadium. Because the press box is way up there. You can wave to the pilots as they're coming in, because it's uh, right by the path of Sky Harbor. I mean, the press box way up there. And so you can, and I can just remember Chris Hill and Liz Abel just beaming. And I felt I felt good for them. This was their school. This was their this was their coming out moment in the sun, and it was so cool. But then if you go and you look at this team here, and you say, "Wow, man, they're a playoff." You got a quarterback can't stay healthy so far. Their best receiver is 170 pounds. 
They so gave this, up 32 sacks mm-hmm. last year, and they're replacing guys. Am I missing something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can't be good. But if I present that, it seems like I hate them. So it all has to come together because of these question marks. But if it all comes together, their schedule, oh, we always talk about the SEC, the schedule's really forgiving. Their schedule is as forgiving as a Pac-12 schedule can be. I mean, they still got to play nine conference games, and, and maybe that'll be the downfall. But you look at the top half of the league, they're playing three teams. As it looks now, maybe there'll be some breakout teams. Yeah, but you're you're not going to play Oregon State in the conference final, right? So what difference does it make? If I don't care about the schedule. If you're eleven and one going to the conference final and you win it, you got a shot at the playoff. Now one loss, certainly, Pac-12 team can get left but at home. Th- I can say that about every team. That doesn't change anything. That is, that's not particular to Utah. I mean, last year Craig Thorpe kept going on on the schedule. Thought the schedule was such an advantage. <clears throat> Down to Tempe and got their butts kicked. And I know they had uh, injuries, mm-hmm. but they didn't have injuries on the other side. The defense was healthy, and the defense was chasing. Nikhil Harry all over the place. Step behind him. He's- and yeah, I know Harry isn't there this year, but we knew he was there last year, and nobody had him losing that game. You, I, I would you, just temper expectations to it can't be all positive where nothing is going on. They don't have a field goal kicker. It's a little bit of a question mark. You're not the only one who thinks it's a little bit of a question mark. You got me, you got Frank Dolce. That's it. It's just the three of us, though. But is that what they want? Because you want sunshine. I can give you sunshine. You want sunshine? I mean, I have to work a little bit more at it. I agree. I <laughs> it doesn't come natural. Everybody knows that. It comes easier than it used to. It's still not automatic. I don't think people do. I, don't think, I think a lot of people are smart and don't want to be lied to. It depends on how you couch it. If you want to say you got a shot at the playoff, people will accept that because you got a shot. If you tell people a playoff is probable, they're going to start rolling their eyes. Every team not that probable. is picked in the preseason to win their conference of the Power Five has a shot. Right. So got a shot, but don't. And teams who aren't necessarily picked still have a shot, right? Oregon wasn't picked, but they've got a shot. You could say ten to fifteen teams, and if you want to put the Utes in there, I've got no problem. But if you listen to Yogi, it's basically Alabama, Clemson, Utah, and who's going to get that fourth spot? That seems hard for me. I hope, like heck, it happens. I've got. I'll be the first cheering them on. There's a guy up there that I like a lot interact with a fair amount over the course of the year. I would love to see it for him. But I feel like I also have a, a professional responsibility to be as objective as possible. And you have your doubts about the passing game, and you have your doubts about the place kicking. Yeah. And outside of Alabama and Clemson, nobody in the country should be that fired up. Everybody can get cut down by injuries. Those guys, apparently not. And I think you're replacing the tandem of two best linebackers that you've ever had in school history. And I realize Norris and Paul were really good. I don't have any problem with that. And but Paul, Barton and Hanson were better. I think they were. I think you're right. Yeah. They don't have to replace a lot of seniors, but the guys they lost contributed a lot. I mean, you can lose 18 seniors or something, but they're not all big time. But the guys they lost were all among their best 
25 players. Yeah, for sure. So if you're replacing the top third of the roster, you got some work to do. When you, when, and we'll have Yogi on in, in 20 minutes. When you hear Yogi, get on our app. What, what do you think? Do you think, man, yeah, this is sweet? Or do you think, ah, I got to temper it a little bit because he tends to you know, be the classic television guy's popular stuff. And he's made a great career out of it, so I don't have any problem with him doing that. It's like I, I never had any problem with Bronco going nutso on religion because they told him to do it. And that's what kept his job. And that's ultimately what helped him to get a $3.25 million job a year at Virginia. Play the religion card. I doubt he plays the religion card that much over there. I don't know. I'm not listening to him all the time. Academics card is at Virginia. Yeah. So, you know, play what they want you to play. It's all about... Basically, the corporate world, as I've discovered, is all CYA. (laughs) Whatever you can do to keep your employment. If you've got a great job, whatever you can do to keep your employment is what you're going to do. Yes. True. And it really doesn't matter what industry what you're line, in. Yeah, what line yeah. of work you're in. Now, if you don't have a job where you like and, and it's not paying what you want, blah, 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 you don't care as much, but if you've got it... You try not to mess it yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, you'll do whatever they tell you to do and say whatever they tell you to say to keep it. And it's not particular to, to sports by any stretch. It's all over the place. But does the fan have the discerning ear? Or because, I mean, I get, and I still get a fair amount of hatred. That's what, when I get criticism from inside my company, I bristle a little bit because virtually not a day goes by that I don't get criticized from the outside. So I'm getting criticized from the outside. I'm getting criticized from the inside. It kind of rubs me wrong. When I get... I'd worry more about the criticism from the inside than the outside because the criticism from the outside, the way things have gone, is virtually unavoidable, and it also seems to have no impact on... Your career. I, I disagree. I knew you would. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you can get beat down. When people come at you, you don't know this. You don't get beat down. You get one email and you come in on Monday morning and you're all uh, flustered. I mean, that's TV is about being popular. You're, you're interviewing junior high swimmers. I don't interview junior high swimmers. It's all designed to make everybody happy. Well, if we're all designed to make everybody happy, why would we have you on every week? No, I'm talking about the junior high swimmers. Oh, they're a total feel-good. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I'm speaking specifically yep. to that. So they, I never interview junior high swimmers. Now, I know that's not exclusively part of your job, but it right. is some part of it. Yes. The prep of the week is all designed to highlight the positive among young people. And that's great. Right. And that's been going on the entire time I've worked here. And I, I, You're yeah. fine. Yeah. But I don't have a prep of the week. So I get beat down sometimes. And I and I sometimes I think, well, should I just just be positive at all times? Seems like it, people have made lucrative careers out of just giving yeah. you sunshine. Yeah, but, but other people have failed doing that. Not everybody who does that is golden. Tomorrow, can we get those junior high swimmers? No, I'm not giving you. I'm not giving <laughs> you. I'm not giving you the coach's um, number. I'm going to go write, DJ, can you get him on? <laughs> I could. I choose not to. Should we be doing the prep of the week? In fact, I say better. Junior high prep of the week. At one point, we did do Yikes. prep of the week. Youth conference prep of the week. At one point, we did prep of the week. We didn't do it, but the station did it. 
Well, isn't that what you're we, doing? You, I thought st- you still do it. We still do it. The radio station. Yeah, we still do it. I pick oh, it we every do? week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got to listen more. <laughs> <laughs> I pick it every week during the fall. <laughs> I don't have a long-term memory. That's okay. You only those do it are, in the fall? Those are good yeah. stories. Football. Yeah. Kicking off next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, next Thursday. I mean, it's all decided. They're moving up a category, but I don't care. Freaking Corner Canyon going to be kicking butt again. You can put them at 7A, 2A, 5A, 3A and a half. See, there you go. still going to win. There you go. Home run with Corner Canyon. Make yourself more popular there. But maybe, maybe, maybe Yogi's right. The Utes have no holes, man. And they are just going to roll. Because you, you can't have... Well, we'll ask him. Maybe he really thinks this passing game is the one that's going to average 250 yards a week and 30 points. That'd be awesome. Those aren't awesome numbers because there are clubs out there averaging 340 points a week. Well, they're plenty good enough. But given how good the Utah defense is, yes, that would get it I don't want to hear him then go to Oregon and say, man, I mean, they they have no weaknesses. They practice hard. And if they get a couple of breaks, they're in the playoff. We can't go from only having two teams make the playoffs since it's been around to now all of a sudden having multiple candidates for the playoff from the Pac-12. 13-0 Utah, 12-1 Oregon. Uh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I, I don't see how that's possible. Maybe I'm off base and this is my conference and it's been my conference long before it's been his conference. So I would love to see it, but realistically and honestly, I don't see it. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus tour at the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car-to-curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking since 1922, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save at Diamond Airport Parking. Win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Woo! On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Buying or selling a home, Homie will give you up to 5000 back to help with your closing costs and fees. Remember, simply get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. Homie bringing you DJ and PK and bringing you the countdown. We are 22 days away from the Utes and the Cougars. Three weeks from tomorrow, the local season kicks off. Yach, what can you tell us about the number 22? We've talked about this in the past, how BYU and Utah differ on the series history start. Uh, Utah, of course, counts the games that were played in the 1890s, a total of six. They were split 3-3. BYU prefers to start the series in 1922, which is where we're going to go with today's tidbit because 1922 the series starts, but it also served as a 49-0 route by the University of Utah, which also serves as their largest margin of victory in series history. I think they topped that this year. <laughs> uh, 50 nothing. See, now, see, there you go. 
Was that you being super positive after the last segment and pumping up Ute fans, or was that the old PK bitter and negative and BYU's getting trashed? I don't know how to read it. Well, you can't be positive to both. I guess you could, but... No, it's hard. If you're going to choose to be positive for one, what do you choose? Which one do you choose? See, that's why I just go ahead and say what you think, because when you're talking about the local teams, no matter what, if you praise somebody, you criticize somebody, you're either going to get ripped by their fan base or the other fan base. So what does it really matter? Because they're the people who decide whether you have success on your job or not. Right. So it but does matter. But they're never going to agree anyway. They're always going to be divided. Doesn't mean you do, they don't matter. I agree with you on the first part. Right. But, but it doesn't mean it doesn't matter. But if you're in Denver and you're talking about the Broncos and you're positive about the Broncos, there aren't that many people to tell you. But I'm not. Oh, you're a Bronco homer. I'm not arguing that. Right. I'm arguing whether it matters or not. I think it does matter. I think the public's perception of you does matter. But a lot of these hardcores are going to hate you. I get that. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. <laughs> but so it I've already need to, established it that. It doesn't need to impact what you say then, because either way, you're going to have a group of people who love you and a group of people who hate you. Yeah, but it's the natural reaction to want to be loved. No matter who you are, you want to be liked. You want to be praised. You want to receive positive feedback. You bristle no matter when you get negative feedback. You never just blow it off. You never just, eh, well, screw them. You never, no, it impacts you. To one degree or another. Sometimes it's very painful. Other times it's less painful. But when you when you you are told you weren't good enough, it, it impacts with you. you. It stays <laughs> with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it does matter what they think to at least to some extent. Right. So, and to some extent, there are people who think you're really good at this or you wouldn't have done it this long. Well, I understand. Yeah, yeah I got that too. That's that. Those all these things aren't mutually exclusive. But you're right, exactly. If I'm going to be positive towards one fan base, who should it be? Jazz. <laughs> Leave the college football behind. Okay, it's too I mean I agree with that. It's that's too for contentious. sure. That's for sure. But we're but that's this not time our of season. Year. This is right. August. Exactly. August and September are heavy, heavy college, and then the end of September the Jazz gather officially, and then you get a few practice games, and then middle of uh, end of October, you know, then it's on, and obviously we we split, and then we get into December, and from then on, with the exception of the bowl games and some. Uh, signing days and 95% of it is jazz. I get that. Oh, yeah, gosh. I've, at times I felt like the lone wolf out there. I've, I've been told to stick it when I wasn't completely positive about somebody. Stick it. Yeah. I was here for that. <laughs> I remember it. This is going well. Right. You try to be somewhat objective and you're told to stick it on the air. Stick it. Yeah. Because you try to say school. somebody isn't guaranteed playing time they have to earn it and i gotta stick it <laughs> if i'm positive should i be positive towards the Utah or, or do people see through it and i can't be the utmost positive for both or utah state because they're going to see through it so if i'm choosing one who do i choose it's a little easier now that they aren't in the same leagues you know, now that Utah and BYU have gone their separate ways here. True. But I often wonder, do we spend more time talking about one at the expense of the other? And is that smart? 
Well, I think we spend more time talking about BYU in September and more time talking about Utah in October and November because that's when the meat of their schedules happen. Uh, it doesn't seem like it this year. It seems like we're, we are slanted heavily towards Utah. I'd agree with that right now. And is that, is that the right thing to do? That's, um, I think that's a product of them being win- picked to win Obviously. Yes, yeah. of course. I don't, I, don't, I, mean, I don't think. I think uh, and a product of them by some being picked to be in the playoff. Yogi Roth coming up next.